might be a little bit weird of me, but I'm very excited about this dyslexia chapter. One of the reasons is that I think I can personally most relate to it. Biologically speaking, in dyslexics, the left hemisphere around the parietal temporal region of the brain has less, if you put it under a brain scan, ha it lights up less. It has less blood flow, less hemoglobin, as they say. While parts of the right hemisphere, uh, especially the visual, spatial, and motor areas of the brain, light up more, have more hemoglobin, have more blood flow in them. And the Broca's area on the left frontal lobe is lit up more than dyslexic. Now, the uh, Broca's area is interesting because that's where kind of whole word or speech area is. Uh, and what's really interesting is in a dyslexic, um, while they are reading, they're not using that exact area that other people use to read. What they're using is this associative and creative mind lights up more and that Broca's area lights up. And what happens, and this is true for me, is this vocalization while reading, where a fluent reader decodes quickly and bypasses that part of the, the brain and those processes. This is so funny because while I'm recording this, I'm making so many verbal errors, and I think it's because I'm being triggered by explaining dyslexia while more or less having dyslexia. So one way to think about it is what happens in a dyslexic's brain is there's input into all the visualization of the symbols for the words and everything, and then while it's making its path to interpretation and understanding, more or less output, it kind of takes an A to B to C route, while a fluent reader just goes A to B, and through that C route, there's this these other areas of the brain that are kind of constantly lighting up, instead of it being a very fast, efficient of like simple to meaning relationship or experience inside the brain. It's kind of symbol to association to language, like speech, then to making meaning. And so that's kind of what the process is that makes it very difficult for um, someone with dyslexia to read at a faster pace. However, it really is showing that um, there are numbers, statistics, that people with dyslexia tend to be athletes and artists and a far higher percentage of this. One thing that I wanted to say here is that I think there should be, and this is one thing I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of sort of uh, summaries here and kind of my like impressions in terms of I like this, I don't like this, or I agree, or I don't agree, but I'm not really kind of diving into some more opinions and things like that with some of these things and so some of these topics that are in the book here. So one thing I wanted to say is that I think that dyslexic, since there's so much ground being found that someone with dyslexia seems to have visual, spatial um, expression in their brain, that I think that the idea of uh, that we should be changing the language to being a, a holistic dyslexic or even a non or the fact that non-dyslexics perhaps are just gifted and maybe to call them like alpha lexic because uh, it seems like there's so many people really that are dyslexic or have some form of it and have that kind of route in their brain like i said this visual spatial a to b to c route of of reading uh, for reading comprehension so it's very fascinating um now i mean i could even could even take this a little uh 
step further and think about just dropping the you can have the sort of gifted people with reading be determined as uh, alpha lexic <laughs> which is what I'm kind of suggesting here alpha being I think you kind of get the mega lexic right you can replace it with any sort of super, superlative Latin superlative and what uh what we could then just say is this person is a visual spatial thinker or visual visio spatial brained or something like that. Um, and then, and then further now, now if you were to able to discriminate these sorts of strengths based areas of, of people, then maybe earlier on, and this is a whole nother commentary here, but I would love to see is to literally duplicate the teaching workforce by subdividing schools into quote-unquote tracks. I know tracking has a negative connotation to it, but instead of them being about uh, sort of that like AP, B, A, um, IB sort of track and like the lower level uh, academic intelligence track, no, instead it can be more of a parallel track or a horizontal tracking of sorts where it's um, those with visual spatial learning abilities and those with alpha lexic type abilities. And now we're subdividing there. And so then, because right now there's like this, uh, there's this place when I was growing up, a place called Votech, which I think was vocational technical school. And that was like, oh, all the dumb kids go there was kind of the, the thought process or whatever. But this is, this is what we're trying to change right now is the idea that there's just an array, a spectrum of intelligences and intelligence is not just academic gifted type things. It's not uh, being able to manipulate arithmetic or, or read very fluently because again, we're seeing over and over some of those, some of those people have lower social IQs, have lower um, abilities to kind of maybe perhaps have responsible behaviors in some sort of other facet of their life, right? So this push and wave of changing the idea of intelligences, which I think there was a Howard Gardner was his name, who has a theory of multiple intelligences, which is kind of an, an off an offspring of, or or maybe the neurodiversity, the power of neurodiversity is more of an offspring of the theory of multiple intelligences. But again, if we just are able to push more resources towards catering to these differences of lives and cognitive lives that we have uh, in ter in front of us, again. I'm also someone who pushes for mindfulness, play for play at school, balancing safety, which explorative learning, uh, and and if we just can be able to to expand on all these sorts of ideas that are just coming through, I think that we can develop uh, far less frustration, uh, prevent far more frustration that individuals like these would face. And therefore, things like freaking school shootings, things like racism, all of this I feel could be curbed if we are able to start when folks are young and start with changing language, changing narrative, changing paradigm, changing um, around resources for this idea of special needs or special education or intellectual and physical capabilities and differences. Truly, we have the tools and means and knowledge and wherewithal at this point to be able to produce this peaceful, harmonious society. And I just sure hope that someone hears this message and will pick up on it and we can 
put our put ourselves together in order to make this world a better place in these sorts of ways. Sky's the limit, dyslexia, and beyond. <laughs> Over and out, Ryan.